amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Another edition of the Neek and Chuck Pro Football Talk Show. Fans, thanks for tuning in tonight. This is our draft preview show, and tomorrow night, the 2018 NFL Draft kicks off. And Chuck, how you feeling about this draft, man? Are you excited for tomorrow night, buddy? I'm always excited for the NFL Draft. It's a great opportunity to... Um, Enjoy some nationals, enjoy some football during these winter uh, cold, dark months where all we have is some hockey and whack-ass basketball. Well, basketball playoffs, I can tolerate that. The regular season stinks. The regular season of baseball also stinks, especially when my Reds suck. I think we like 4-18. and 18. So right now it's some dark times in the world. So it's always good to have a shining beacon, some light coming in, known as the NFL draft to uh, – Further get us get us closer and closer and closer to mini camp starting. Mini camp starts. You know, rookies come in mini camp. Then training camp starts. Then the preseason football. Then the regular season football is here before we know it. So I'm excited about tomorrow night as well as uh, those young college players who have opportunity to fulfill their dream by playing in the National Football League. Amen. Now, Chuck, before we get into the show, man, I just got to ask you. Just looking at this class, this 2018 draft class, how do you feel about these quarterbacks, man? Because, you know, there's a lot of talk amongst a lot of NFL analysts talking about this might be one of the best quarterback class in years. Um, You look at other positions, running back position, this might be one of the best running back position class in years. But let's just start with these QBs, man. I mean, there's, there's rumors out there that there could be six quarterbacks taken in the first round. And then when you look at the top four teams that are picking, well, you got the Browns, you have the Giants, and then you have the Browns again, and then you have the Broncos. All four of those teams actually need quarterbacks. So, Chuck, what do you think, man? You think you're going to see uh, four quarterbacks taken within the first five picks, man? Uh, 
Uh, I don't know. Probably doubt it. But when it comes to this quarterback class, I like it. It's a lot of good. It's a lot of it's a lot of talent out there. I mean, you know, we obviously have Darnold from USC, had a great career. Uh, your boy Rosen from UCLA. Wow, you got two Southern California quarterbacks. You know, that's probably gonna go in the top five, if not the top ten. That's that's pretty fascinating. That's good for the Southern California where we live at. Um, then you got you know obviously Baker Mayfield, who everybody. Well, not everybody. A lot of people keep comparing to Johnny Manziel, which I think is absolutely retarded. And whoever, and if you say that, fan, you can't be a fan of Nick and Chuck show if you're saying something dumb like that. Because the only thing between comparison between him and Johnny Manziel is the fact that they might be short quarterbacks who make big plays outside the pocket. Uh, from what I know, Johnny Manziel was a drug addict, alcoholic, and Baker Mayfield, uh, Baker Mayfield is none of that. He's just a competitive, fiery dude, you know, that like to grab his nuts. And trust me, and trust me, like, I'm an OSU alumnus, and he did us wrong. He beat us, ended our, uh, you know, potential undefeated season. So I'm not saying this because I'm a Baker Mayfield homer or anything like that. I'm just putting it, saying the truth. The dude is a player. He's a baller. Uh, you know, what type of NFL career he has, I don't know. But I know he's a hard worker, and he knows how to play the game. So, you know, he's going to be, depending on what team he goes to, he might have a very, very good career. Uh, then we have, obviously, have Josh Allen, who has the big arm, straight-up stud. But when you look at his game tape and the fact he went to Wyoming, no knock on Wyoming, but it's not the top echelon. They're not the cream of the crop when it comes to college football. But when you look at his tape, it's mediocre. Yeah, you know I mean, he has this great arm, great athlete, big dude. So teams fall in love with that. But his decision making, his accuracy, all that other stuff, it makes me worried. It makes me worried. And then obviously we got Lamar Jackson, who is the best athlete when uh, at the quarterback position. You know what? With the right team, with the right system, with the right coordinator that knows how to use him, I you know I think he can have a very good career. But you know what? You know, we got to wait and see, see what happens. But in terms of the quarterback class, there's a lot of great prospects. I like them. They all have different skill sets. The two closest in comparison is probably Rosen and Darnold. uh, But it's going to be fascinating. All right, Chuck, man, I just got to refer back to what you said. You said Johnny Manziel, man, was a drug addict and alcoholic. So you basically comparing him to Daryl Strawberry, man. Is he that bad? I mean, I know Johnny. No, because Daryl Strawberry still had a great uh, career. So even with the drugs and alcohol, he still went out there and performed. Johnny Manziel ain't nothing close. That's an insult to Daryl Strawberry. So, so you saying that Johnny's doing the wrong drugs. He should have hollered at Strawberry. <laughs> no, I don't even blame it on the drugs. I just say he, he, he just couldn't handle it. He didn't work hard. I mean, I don't know what Daryl Strawberry. There's been plenty of drug addicts that's had uh, great professional careers. Just look at your boy, one of the greatest linebackers to ever play, LT. LT was Monday through Friday. He was high as a kite. Come Saturday or Sunday, or maybe even Saturday, he was high as a kite. But come Sunday, he came out there and balled for you. So, specifically, it's not the drug's fault. But Johnny Manziel, he was just, he was just terrible. I mean, he was just terrible. Like, <laughs> you know, drugs is part of the reason. But he didn't work hard. You know, as many excuses he thought he was, the, he thought he was that thing when he really, when he really wasn't that thing. So, I don't know. You know, don't blame it on the drugs. That was just 
you know, one of the catalysts that I had to throw out there. But yeah, Johnny Manziel would just suck. He was just terrible, and he deserved to go to the Cleveland Browns. And the Browns deserved to get what they got for getting his ass in the first round. I should have said, I said, dude should have never been drafted in the first place. So, all right, second, Josh Allen. I like Allen. Now, you was talking about. Go ahead. Why do you like Allen? I'm gonna put it like this: great arm. Now, I understand. Let's let's think about Carson Wentz. Remember what Carson Wentz came out of what North Dakota State didn't have much talent. Very mobile, great leader. He did lead them to an undefeated season. You know, they won their, uh, what was it, what was it Division Two or uh, FBS championship. But, I mean, I can't really knock him on, the, you know, where he played at. But when you watched him in the senior bowl game, I mean, I don't look phenomenal. Threw two touchdown passes. So, I'm just saying he has a lot of talent when he has weapons around him. I mean, like I said, I think Allen, I think Allen's going to be a good pro. I just I like his accuracy, decision making, good arm. Yeah, he 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 is good accurate. He's solid. But also what what I'm saying, Chuck, is when you look at the tape, when we look at the teams he played against, you look at his receiving core, he had nothing. I'm talking about nothing at at uh, Wyoming. And I understand that some people can say, well, the quarterback can make the receivers better, this and that. I can understand. But when you got receivers who can't get open, I mean, who's just dropping passes, I mean, it's a big difference. But and number one, so you're you're the Browns, you're John Dorsey, you're on the clock. Who would you go with with this pick? You're going to go with Darnold, you're going to go with Allen, or you're going to go with Mayfield? Because the buzz right now is that wow. they are sold on Mayfield. Mayfield could be the pick at number one. Why are those my only three options? Well, all right, all right. You want to throw Lamar Jackson in there? You want to throw Rosen in there as well? Yeah, I mean, all of them should be all of them should be on the board. I'm not going to go off of what some people in the media say I, say who I should draft at that point. I mean, if I think Lamar Jackson is going to be the next coming to Michael Vick, when you want to take that young Michael Vick over again? Yes, I would. Okay. So if you think he's the second coming to Michael Vick, why not take him uh, first overall, fourth overall, whatever. Uh, but me personally, if you want to be safe because you're turning around this franchise, I mean, they went 0-16. So – you're supposed to come in. You're supposed to be the savior of this franchise who went 0-16 last year. So and they've had quarterback issues for years, years. I mean, they 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 done had more quarterbacks than the, the Wayne. Mama Wayans had Wayne kids. You know, if y'all know who the Wayans are, y'all know they got a lot of kids. Anyway, so I'm going to go with the safe pick, and I'm going to go with – Sam Darnold. Oh, Sam Darnold. Actually, I like that pick, man. And, and I, I think we kind of agree because Sam Darnold. But hold, hold on, let me ask you this, Chuck. We know one of his biggest deficiencies is his decision making. You saw he threw a lot of interceptions in the Pac-12 conference. Now you gotta understand he's gonna be playing in the AFC North conference. I have. No, I don't have issues with interceptions. You don't have issues well, with. Well, let me let me rephrase that. I don't have. Issues with interceptions when it comes to trying to make a play. Now, if they just straight up dumb, like dumb decisions, okay, I got an issue because now to give an example to better explain what I'm trying to say is Brett Favre, who's thrown, I think, more interceptions than any quarterback in the NFL. A lot of his interceptions, not all of them, but I say a majority of them was him trying to make a play, have a confidence in his arm, trying to get it in there, trying to make a big play. And I'm okay with that. They're just straight up dumb decisions like throwing into triple coverage. That's something different. 
Okay, because a lot of Browns fans can be skeptical of this picture because they just witnessed a whole season of Deshaun Kaiser throwing multiple picks in multiple games, man. He had one week, three interceptions. Next week, two interceptions. Following week, three interceptions again. Sam Darnold is a better quarterback than Kaiser. Okay, better quarterback than Kaiser. All right, Chuck says that. All right. So Wait, he's not? Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> he is. He is. No, 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 no. He is. He is. He is. He is. Well, no, I was just getting excited because we about to talk about my Giants at the number two spot. All right. Well, now, who you going to take? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I go with Darnold, man. I, I got to go with Darnold. All right. Number two, my New York Giants. This is a big, I'm telling you, man, from a Giants fan, diehard Giants fan, I'm like torn with this pick because I'm hoping that the Buffalo Bills will get on the phone. Call Dave Gettleman, our general manager, say, listen, we're trying to move up from number 12 to number two so we can get our quarterback. And if that happens, if I'm Dave Gettleman, trade down, collect the picks because we need a lot of help in a lot of different areas. So with this pick, I know right now the, the uh, um, you know, the, the everybody's talking about we're going to probably take Barkley, Saquon Barkley. You know, that's cool, but I just feel like there's so many running backs in this draft class. You can get a good one at the end of the first round, second round. Hell, we got an early second-round pick. We might can get Sony uh, Michael at, at, uh, in the second round, Michelle, at the second round. And then also, Darius Geis might be there in the second round from LSU, who you are big on. I'm big on him as well. But if Barkley, we decide to go with Barkley, because I know Dave Gettleman was in Carolina last year when he drafted uh, Christian McCaffrey. So with that being said... If it's Barkley, I'm not going to be upset with that because then when you look at our offense, you got Odell, Sterling Shepard, Everett Ingram, and then Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley out the backfield catching passes on those wheel routes. Woo, man, I like it. But the problem is we don't have that Dallas Cowboys offensive line, so he might not be going nowhere because we need some right tackle help bad and some right guard help bad as well. But number two, if we get Barkley, I'm cool with that. All right, so number three. For the New York Jets, 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 Chuck, which quarterback should they take? Should it be Mayfield? You already said uh, Darnold's off the board. Or should it be Allen or Rosen? Everybody's saying Baker Mayfield just because I guess he has that star quality and we are talking about New York and the Jets. But I would have to go with Rosen. I think, well... Now that I think about it, I mean, you want that star quality, which is what Baker Mayfield has, but do you really want to win football? But do you want to win fo- football games? And I think you'll win more football games with Rosen. I could be wrong. Baker Mayfield, you know, he he might be excellent in the league, but, you know, when you think of quarterbacks, his height, they don't really – they're more that pocket passer, except for maybe uh, – what's your boy in Seattle name? Russell Mary, yeah, Russell Wilson. Like Baker Mayfield kind of remind me of a slower, uh, lighter version of uh Russell Wilson. And when I say lighter, I mean skin tone. Lighter version of Russell Red Wilson. Of Russell Wilson. Uh so that style of play, it works for Russell Wilson. Will it work for Baker Mayfield? I don't know. I can't say that right now. I got to see what he, what he's like. Will he be able to get away from those NFL ends? Will he be able to separate from NFL, you know, speed and make those decisions? I don't know. But because of that question mark, I got to go with Rosen. All right. I'm going to go with Mayfield. I just 
Mayfield, I just I, I I like him better with these Jets. I mean, you see, the thing with Rosen is you got to question his heart and his desire. That's one of the biggest knocks on him right now because I heard that he had a lot of issues. He didn't get along with a lot of his teammates when he was with UCLA. He already comes from a wealthy family. I mean, you got to question how much does he love football, you know, and that's, that's what I've been hearing from, you know, numerous reporters, coaches, and everything. So, I don't know. For New York City, this media and this market, I got to go with Mayfield with this pick. All right, Cleveland Browns on the clock again at the number four position. Chuck, is this Bradley Chubb right here, man? Bradley Chubb. You know what? If at all possible, the Browns, I would trade back because you can get a, a good defensive lineman. Um, but Bradley Chubb is very tempting because you got somebody, Miles, departed with Miles Garrett for years to come. But this team has so many other holes that, no, I'm not going to go with the consensus on this, which I'm assuming is Bradley Chubb. I'm going with Makai um, Fitzpatrick, safety slash cornerback from Alabama. Hey, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Or trade back. You know, get a couple more picks. You can trade back and get that right tackle because the Browns, I mean, actually a left tackle since Joe Thomas retired. Browns could get the tackle from uh, Notre Dame if you trade back a few picks. But Fitzpatrick, that's a good pick because you could play him at the free safety position. I know they picked up Demarius Randall, but Demarius Randall hasn't played free safety since Arizona State. And it's unfortunately the Packers used him as a cornerback. And it's unfortunately his ass was giving up a lot of ass every week at the cornerback position. But I do like that pick of uh, Fitzpatrick here for. But for me, I will go with Chubb because just think about the tandem of Chubb and Garrett. Oh, man, in that AFC North division, getting after those quarterbacks, man. And plus, you got to think about it. The Browns have so much depth because you have Emmanuel Ogba. You have Carl Nassib. So they have like that New York Giants package we had when we had all those pass rushers. So the Browns, right now, if they can get Chubb to go with Garrett, and have Agba and uh, your boy uh, 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 Nassib coming off the bench. Woo! I like it. I like it. I get what you're saying, and it, fa- it sounds very salivating, but I remember a note from the great uh, – what was the, what was the head coach of Penn State? Uh, got in trouble. Paterno. Yeah. Paterno. They got a movie coming out starring my boy Al Pacino on HBO. I'm sure it's hot fire. I'm going to check it out. You should check it out too. No, we're not sponsored by HBO. But I regress. Joe Paterno once said, like, if you could start, what do you need? Like, what position when you start in a great defense? Like, what's the first thing you want? He said, give me two great corners. Because when you have two great corners, you can do anything. You just line them up with the best wide receivers, and you can use put that extra safety in a box. You know, put both safeties in a box. If both of them corners are shut down, and you could just do two, so many things with two great corners. Yes, the games are won or lost in the trenches. But when you have two great corners, I'm not saying the Browns have one great corner and Makai make, make it two. But I think Makai is going to be a, a great player. I think Bradley Chubb is going to be a great player. But bringing in a guy like Makai Fitzpatrick and that secondary, because we know that secondary needs a lot of help, Miles Garrett is already doing his thing there. Plus, you got the other guy who, uh, uh, Emmanuel, whatever his name is, and uh, just bringing in Makai to help that secondary, I think would be very ba- valuable. But I get it. Having Bradley Chubb, Miles Garrett, same D line, very salivating. I get it. But I got to go for that secondary. All right. Number five, Denver Broncos. We know this offseason they lost a key to lead. 
So they have a big hole right there at the cornerback position. I know Bradley Robley and uh, your boy Chris Harris are coming back. So with that being said, Roby, is he ready to start opposite Harris or should he remain in the slot? So right here, number five, I think this would be a good spot for Denzel Ward, the Ohio State Buckeye. I think this would be a good pickup for the Broncos, but also be another great pickup for the Broncos would be Quentin Nelson, the guard from Notre Dame, because we know that Broncos offensive line has been struggling for years. And if you want to see how bad they've been struggling for years, just put on the tape when they play my Raiders because Khalil Mack just be eating them linemen up just all day long. But So with that being said, Chuck, we agree on the same page. You think it should be Ward or go with Nelson? Neither. I think John Elway still looking for his quarterback. Ooh, quarterback. But you know they picked up. You know they picked up your boy from the Vikings this offseason. Yeah, he's like a <laughs> yeah, he's like a what do we call a uh, a temporary feel. No, John Elway's still looking for his quarterback. He want John Elway is a very prideful Hall of Fame Super Bowl winning quarterback. He wants a quarterback that he can groom to greatness. He don't want to trade like he did. He brought in Peyton Manning. Yeah, they won the Super Bowl, but that didn't satisfy him. He wants his le- part of his legacy to be that he drafted the next Tom Brady, that type of guy. You know, not Tom Brady in that he was drafted late, became a stud, but just a stud quarterback. And John Elway is still looking for that. Above all things, you can trust hubris. And John Elway wants that. So he's still looking for his quarterback. If Baker Mayfield's out there, I think that's his dude. <clears throat> Mayfield in the mile high. And that altitude. Even Josh Allen, because they both were excellent athletes. They both had that big arm. And John Elway in his mind is like, the kid reminds me a lot of me. I was, you know, California had longer hair. I was a surfer, all this other stuff. Josh Allen's not that, but he got that rocket cannon arm, big physical specimen. I can mold him into being great. So either Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen, if I was him, I would go with Baker Mayfield. You know what, Chuck, man? I think you might should be uh, Josh Rosen's uh, agent, man. You've been representing him very well tonight, man. (laughs) Oh, Josh Allen's. uh... (laughs) Yeah, seriously, man, because you've been representing him very well tonight. All right. Number six, Colts. Should this be the spot where they should trade down? Because we know the Colts have a lot of holes, man. A lot of needs on that defense. Or is this the spot where they take Roquan Smith? Trade down or take Roquan Smith, the middle linebacker from Georgia? What do you do, Chuck? Um, I think you got to go with Quentin Nelson. I think you need to get that offensive line. I think if you still believe in Luck, Andrew Luck, you got to protect him. Last year, they took – couple, you know, they, they tried to do that. They brought in, they spent high picks on offensive linemen. I think you got to continue to do that. Uh, I think their offensive linemen improved last year, not as much as I thought they were. They were, they improved. And Quentin Nelson will, will continue that progression. If luck is your guy, you got to protect him. All right. I agree with that. <clears throat> Number seven, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now I look at the Bucks. It's all about the safety position. Because for years and years, I don't understand how in the hell Chris Conti still has an NFL job. He should not be a damn starter. He should not be a damn backup. His ass should be out the league. Yes, I'm talking about Chris Conti. Bucks fans would agree with me because he gives up that ass every game. Some of the worst ball awareness skills I've ever seen in my life. Afraid to tackle. He freaking sucks. So with that being said, this is the spot for Fitzpatrick or Ward. Or Derwin James right here because the Bucks have been hurting at the safety position spot 
four years. I agree with the last selection, Jaron James. All right. Number eight, Chicago Bears. I think this might be a trade here. I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to get on the phone, call the Bears, and say, hey, we want to move up to the spot because you know why, Chuck? The Cardinals need a quarterback. Anytime you give Sam Bradford $15 million a year just for one season, your ass needs a quarterback. <laughs> your organization is dumb enough to give him that money. You need a future quarterback. And with that being said, this is a good spot for them to trade up to get one of these quarterbacks, which whenever falls, could fall right here. Could be uh, Allen, could be Rosen, could be Mayfield. Good spot for them to take right here. Now, if they don't trade up, the Bears take the selection here. If Quentin Nelson is on the board, you go ahead and take him. Or you take uh, Tremaine Edmonds if Roquan Smith is off the board because the Bears do love their linebackers and they need linebacker help. I agree with Roquan Smith, and I think he'll still be there. All right. 49ers. Coming in at the number nine spot, is this where it can be Fitzpatrick? I know you said Minka Fitzpatrick is going to the Browns at four, so he'll probably be off the clock. If Fitzpatrick is here, because I think he's going to slide down, I think this is the perfect spot for him. But with the Reuben Foster uh, domestic case looming right now, there hasn't been an outcome on this situation. Foster probably is going to be spending. He might be end up getting cut. With that being said, they will have a hole at the middle linebacker spot. <clears throat> so if Edmonds is here, he will be the pick or Rokon Smith. I'm not a huge fan on Tremaine Edmonds. Just watch the game tape, people. Just watch the game tape, and you will see that I'm not crazy. So, But I got to go with secondary help again, Denzel Ward. So, Chuck, we talked about this before off air, and we're definitely not fans of Tremaine Edmonds. And I'm just going to put it like this. I understand the kid <clears throat> is 19 years old, has room to grow. When you're selecting in the top 10, you want a player that's going to be contribute to come in on day one and start right away. Don't have his growing pains, but he should end up developing into a quality starter, maybe a future pro bowler, and he should be in the league for years. Now, Edmonds, when I watch the tape, too slow to react to the ball. His instincts are bad. I mean, really bad. He does not wrap up. Hustling skills, I mean, hustling-wise, he he's not a sideline-to-sideline side player. And I understand the measurables. You look at the height, the length, and all this stuff. I, uh, that's what these analysts do and these scouts do. But for me, if I'm a GM, I am not taking Edmonds because at this spot, we're drafting this high. We want a player that's ready to play, ready to come in day one, ball his ass out, and do what he's supposed to do on the field. Edmonds, nah, I'm, I'm not taking him. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, the potential – and the talent, yes, it's sky high. Yes, this dude can be a great cover linebacker. Yes, he has the physical tools, big, all that other stuff. But like you said, Nick, this is a top ten pick. If this was at the the, the second half of the, the top of the draft or the bottom, however you, you phrase it, but like in the twenties or the thirties, like then you could go after a player like that who has that potential, who's gonna take some time to groom, who's not gonna be a day one starter. You can do that. But Tremaine Edmonds, yeah, I would take him in the later, like at 25 or later, or even, you know, the 20s or later. But we talking about the number what, eight pick, the number nine pick. No, his game, his tape is just not there. You know what I mean? Should he have stayed another year in college? Yes. But, you know, maybe he needs to feed his family. So I can't knock that. But this is the player you get now. And when I look at his tape, I do not like it. Yes, he can cover in open space. That's great. Yes, he has all that speed and other stuff. But the tape, I'm not feeling this tape at all. Yeah. And the tape that we saw was against 
quality competition. You know, it wasn't against no Appalachian State where some of these players excel and shine and put up 20 tackles, three sacks. Of course you could do that against lower-level competition. But when you're in the ACC, I'm watching the tape against uh, Miami, against Clemson, against the big dogs. And in those games, Edmonds just didn't show up. So with that being said, 19 years old, I'm not taking them in the top 10. Bottom of the first round, maybe. But I'm good. All right, number 10, my Oakland Raiders. Chucky is back. And with this number 10 pick, man, I think the Raiders are going to trade back here. John Gruden came out today and said, if we can trade back, we will. Because the Raiders are honing in, zoning in on Roquan Smith. That's the report out of Oakland. Gruden sees him as the next Derrick Brooks. He wants him. But if Roquan's not there at 10, trade back. I'm not. I'm not sold on Vita Villa, the defensive tackle from Washington. He's basically like a Danny Sheldon part two to me. <laughs> Seriously, I hate to say it. I mean, I just not sold on him, man. He just he doesn't do anything. He doesn't get to the quarterback. He's just a fat hog in there, man. Just he's good on first, second down. You look at his stats for like the next five years, probably NFL is gonna be like twenty eight tackles and maybe a hurry. <laughs> That's what the stats he's gonna look like if you take this guy. So hopefully my Raiders will trade back. Chuck, what you think the Raiders gonna do right here, man? Two versions is a pick. What they should do, what they will probably do. What they what they should do is is draft a lineman, a tackle, get your boy McClitchen, uh, the tackle from Notre Dame, or you know, our, on my board, Quentin Nelson is already gone. But if he's there, swoop him up. But what they will probably do, and this may pain you to hear because we just talked about it, I think they might go after that Tremaine Adams because we know Chucky is. Uh, enamored with talent, and plus he has the attitude. Plus he has the attitude and the arrogance to think that he can turn this guy into a monster. Oh God, dude, my stomach just got upset when you said that. Oh my gosh, I almost threw up, man. Nah, hell nah, he better not take Evans, man. If we take him, I'm just gonna be looking like, all right, what the hell, whatever. <laughs> he's gonna be like, we got Khalil Mack to mentor this young guy, and he's gonna turn into a stud and blah 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 all that other stuff. So that's what I think they're gonna. Bullshit. <laughs> That's what I call on that. But anyway, <clears throat> thanks for tuning in to this show. Get ready for the draft tomorrow. We'll be talking about the show next week, breaking down the draft, the whole first round and second round, and the rest of the rounds. See you next week, fans. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.